Right, put that over there. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Uh, I just found this on the desk. It's it's an Allen key, which is fitting, isn't it? I think actually, I'm just going to leave. I was going to try and work out which drawer to put this away in, but if anything, this is the kind of paperweight that someone called Allen should have. So that's cool. There we go. Put that over there with the paperweights. So I did a radio show which talks about rubbish in the news, and we just do silliness, and it sounded an awful lot like this. We started off with K-Class and then Dinah Ross. Why do fools fall in love? If ever I've heard a loaded question. Why do those idiots keep doing that? Do you know what I mean? The answer is because they are fools. Ah. Hello, Nutini on the way for us. Uh, the rest of the show looks all right as well. Let's have a look. On the running order today... We're talking about bunkers, nuclear bunkers, not bunker beds, or where you play golf, all that kind of things. Nudes. There are three news stories about nudes. We're going to cover those. Wait, that's what they need, isn't it? Um, McDonald's is in the news, so we're going to say that and probably get sued. Lowry's got entertainment news. I think it should be an okay one. I did promise right from the start, there's a couple of stories in the news about nudes. One is, well, there's a big group mass gathering in Australia that they do to promote skin cancer awareness. Good luck to you. It gets you in the newspapers. Good. If I wanted to promote this show more, if I wanted to be in the Romford Recorder more, I could write that newspaper column in my birthday suit. Although no one would really know that's what's happening. Although the other people in that coffee shop might complain. Do you know what? So let's forget that as an idea. Elsewhere in Nude News... There's um, nudists have flocked to top theme parks for a clothes-free weekend. Hundreds took over Alton Towers. Um, they went for the 15th anniversary of this open-to-all nude event. The clothes-free going on all the theme things. It says in the newspaper, 450 members joined in. Right, we can leave that joke there, but we all know what the joke would have been. Um, I'm not sure I'd want to go to Alton Towers in the buff in November. No, because I find some of those rides, when they get going and the wind really gets, you know, up you, um, it's a bit cold. And I'm f- mainly fully dressed, so I'm not sure I'd like... Wouldn't fancy what that would do on the Big Dipper. Speaking of which, the third nude news is down in Kent. There was a, a nudist group who've now complained because they'd booked in to have a Christmas dinner and it was cancelled because... Well, according to the complaints, they said they were worried it might distract drivers. <laughs> Who's ever been driving past a pub, looked through a window and went, um, But again, I'm too prudish to ever be into any of that luck. Do you remember when I did that gig in Orpington in the nudist group? Uh, no, it doesn't suit me. Because I always worry. I've watched too many carry-on films and I like being dressed. So in my mind, if I were taking part in some sort of nude Christmas dinner thing, trying to order from the menu the waiter would come up and say uh you ready to order sir and i'd say how's the shrimp and he'd say it looks lovely now are you ready to order sir do you know what i mean I don't... this this is really good news it's very difficult to find positive spins on some of the international politicky things that are going off at the moment but this could be right up your street. A Cold War bunker built in 1959 amongst, among, no, amid fears of a Soviet nuclear attack could be sold. Uh, oh, no, it's just been sold. Uh, well, you can still buy it for 31 grand, which is not too expensive, really. 
because we might need a bunker in case of nuclear attack. This, there's never been a better time to get yourself underground. I'd be interested in going for it. Um, because, look, there's, there's international tensions, so... And you don't want to do the whistle-down-the-wind thing of putting a, a mattress up against the the uh, the wall. You know that thing in that cartoon? Put the mattress up against the wall? It doesn't help you. Plus, I've got memory foam. I can't shift that thing. It weighs a ton. So, instead, get yourself a nuclear bunker. And I was reading about this underground site in Legbourne, Lincolnshire. It was meant to be going for 25 grand, but they sold at auction for 31. It's been used as a man cave. But I think it would be not only a prudent precaution... I quite like the idea of being down there. If you were going to go into a nuclear bunker, what's the one thing you'd want down there? For me, it's just internet. If I could be down there with an internet, with a good computer, I'd be happy as Larry. In fact, I'd get a phone call saying, oh, the nuclear thing's ended. I'd be like, yeah, just give me a couple of more months. <coughs> no, I'm having fun. What else would be on your nuclear bunker shopping list? And while we're talking about Christmas, I spotted this strange news story. More than half of all men are clueless, in quote marks, about buying jewellery for partners. Firstly, don't put that in the newspapers around Christmas. It raises the expectation I ain't buying jewellery, come on. Many find it hard to know what the other half would like. They don't want to buy anything in case it looks cheap. Um, look, I mean, this whole, this whole news story is a bit sexist, isn't it, calling men clueless? You could reverse this very easily. How how good do you think your partner would be at going and getting some tools for you? I know that's a big gender stereotype, but they started it. But here's another thing that's wrong with buying gems. You know those anniversary things? It starts off with paper and then slowly goes through diamond or whatever. They've got them the wrong way around, haven't they? <laughs> if ever you feel like buying diamonds, it's got to be anniversary one. The urge to buy diamonds wanes as the anniversaries tick by. It would be so much better if you kicked off with platinum. By the time you're ten years in, here's a bit of paper, love. Do you not think? I think I've made the world a better place with that little thought. Do you feel like you'd like to have a bit more luck in your life? Good news! Brits apparently love our lucky red underwear. A nationwide poll asking people about their pants. Who comes up with that idea? You're a wrong one. If you work in, if your job is coming up with surveys, and you're like, oh no, let's go and ask people about their pants. No, you should be on a register. A nationwide poll of twenty of two thousand people. It's so not really nationwide. Um, found that thirty one percent of them keep a special pair for dating, big meetings, and sporting events. Now, let's me. You obviously know where my problem is with this. I understand why you'd want lucky underpants for dating, because who knows if it goes well, they might see your underpants. For a big meeting, how. I don't know what your job is, but if ever I have to do a speech in front of a meeting, the one thing I hope does not happen by the end of it. How did the meeting go, Steve? Well, yeah, no, it's. I was doing a presentation on PowerPoint, and one thing led to another. Anyway, so they all saw my pants. No. And sporting events, listen, I am not very good at sports, but if ever I'm trying to do running and somehow I've fallen over and my trousers have fallen down, I'm not, I'm not hitting a PB. So anyway, good luck. If you want to get some luck, red pants apparently are the, uh, the best ones. Very festive. This is a terrible news story. There's a story about a child who's been nicknamed, thankfully not named, nicknamed Little Nugget. A baby girl has been nicknamed Little Nugget after she was born in a toilet of a McDonald's restaurant. 
This is in Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, I'd probably play that down. If I gave birth in the toilet of a McDonald's, I'd probably just keep that to myself. Really. Certainly wouldn't call the child Little Nugget. Little Chicken Nugget. Still, could have been worse. Could have gone to a Burger King and, uh, you know, a larger brother, Big Whopper. And if anything, we're all grateful that that mother did not prefer KFC because naming a child Bucket, it just, no. So what would you want if you were actually down there in the bunker? Um, so John gets in touch. Um, he says, if in my nuclear bunker, what I'd really want is really good double glazing. Good point. Well made. Keep those windows closed for a lot of it. He says, another thing is the very nice outside toilet. Okay, the wear a hazmat suit, not because of your toilet habits, because of the nuclear thing. He says, uh, I'd also want 40-year supply of salted caramel chocolates. If that's all you're eating, you should wear that hazmat suit for other reasons as well when you're in the loop. And he said, I'd also want a TV to watch Late Night Mash on. Flattery will get you everywhere. Is entertainment news. To find out the very latest in what's been happening with all those celebs, we're joined by my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Singer Katie Tunstall said that she was once so poor, she stole broccoli from a farmer's field. Oh, I heard about this story. How did you find out about this? Well, I was Googling for stories about Britney Spears, but very bad typo, and I ended up seeing this. Well, she's now worth £10 million, but things weren't always that easy. That would buy you a lot of broccoli, but hang on, wait a minute, wait wait a minute. I think I've worked out why this story is all lies. Why? She claims that she once ate broccoli. Yeah. Which is a vegetable. Yeah. And isn't she Scottish? Oh, yeah, good point. Yep, you see, we got to the bottom of another one. Listen, thanks for the update, we'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. And that's your podcast done for another however long it takes for you to think, yeah, go on, I'll give that a try again. Once bitten, twice shy and all that. Um, Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.